yeah people are seeing what their homes look like on camera they're finally um realizing that their home is really their sacred place um but i i love seeing design rooms now um so every time i see your stuff one i love the tag that says don't be boring and like seeing that on somebody's furniture is hilarious to me yeah Um, three years ago when we were uh, starting to really get heavy into these shows i felt that there was literally no representation at these shows and i felt that the black community was not going getting uh any um attention any love and i would voice it to um you know the black designers that would come into the showroom and i was like is it just me do you feel like there's i mean i've walked the shows i would have conversations and it was a very unanimous absolutely you're right take a quick message from our sponsors and we'll be right back this episode of suave sessions is being brought to you by life matters with mario brown a self-help life coaching consultant firm working to transform the lives of people across individual and professional sectors using a three-point faith-based service model non-judgmental listening, reasonable goal setting, and comprehensive strategies, Mario is able to help his clients reach optimum success. To learn more about Life Matters with Mario Brown, check out www.mariocbrown.org, on YouTube at Life Matters with Mario Brown, and on Instagram at Life Matters with underscore Mario. Again, Life Matters with underscore Mario. Welcome back to Swap Sessions. So I'm a co-founder. I work alongside my husband, Bruce Krinsky, and he was in the furniture industry initially. I was a preschool teacher. I was uh, in the early childhood division for 10 years. And um, that's where what I had my schooling in. And I absolutely loved it. He got into the furniture industry right as the market crashed during the last recession. Um, he bought the uh, a parent site called Coleman Furniture. ColemanFurniture.com. It was a really um, weird moment in, in his life because he was previously in real estate, but we were all just trying to figure out what we're going to do next. And um, it ended up being an amazing purchase because the site was super cheap. He bought the site for almost nothing. and. Um, he worked the site to become this incredible uh, marketplace with all sorts of different brands and um, you know a huge customer base and uh, during the process he realized that there was this void in the industry for a female I guess like feminine brand that was affordable Um, something stylish and something that was absolutely fabulous and pieces you can get in your home and in a really uh, quick orderly fashion, a young company, those were all things that were 
devoid in the furniture industry. The furniture industry is a very, very, um, how do I even say this? It's a very old school, buttoned up uh, male industry. And um, it's, I mean, it's time for change. And we knew that we had to be the ones to do this. Uh, and he brought me in. Um, I finished my year teaching and we, you know, he was just dabbling in it at first. He got in one or two containers of product that was really just not even um, branded. We started the company together and uh, it really took off pretty quickly. We uh, decided that the company was going to be one that was focused on um, beautiful furniture that was affordable, uh, very super stylish. And as a brand, we focused on, and we continue to focus on a daily basis as being really the ones to shake up the industry in whatever fashion that may be. So we were the first ones in the industry to have a female, one of the first to have a young female owner. Um, they, at first when I was, you know, years ago when I'd attend shows and different functions, um, I'd always get the same, you know, the question, uh, you're such a sweet wife that you're alongside your husband and you're joining him today. And I'm like, guess what? <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Correct. Um, <laughs> so uh, the company has really expanded. Um, and right at the start of the pandemic, we had our most exciting moment, which was we went direct to consumer. So while we were always uh, design focus, des designer uh, focused. We sold to many, and we continue to sell to many stores and top 100 um, chains. We decided we were going to do what our customers were asking us to do and go direct to consumers. So the stores and the designers obviously were wary about us doing it because they wanted to make sure that their customers were going to be able to continue to buy the product through them at a good value. Um, but we found a really interesting, great way of doing. Uh, this direct-to-consumer chapter, which was to really uh, offer the product um, at pretty much the same price, but just have a different channel for customers to be able to buy the product at. And that has been just a tremendous success. Uh, we've only seen it just continue to grow on a daily basis. Um, and this, the, the brand is just, it's really, we're having a really great moment right now. So that's just a quick, a quick uh, recap as to who we are. No, that's good. It's good. I mean, and the great thing is that you decided to go to consumers and it happens right before everybody gets stuck at home. Exactly. So once we, once we were home, we were like, I do not like how this looks. Right. <laughs> Everyone's changing everything. Yeah. It's like you're going out, you're buying plants and picture frames and lamps and couches and chairs. And it's yeah. like now everyone wants home to be comfortable again, whereas before it was just functional. Totally. Totally. And style. You think about the comfort and look. Yeah, people are seeing what their homes look like on camera. They're finally um, realizing that their home is really their sacred place. Uh, there's, you know, it used to be there was for the few years before, right before the pandemic hit, people were traveling like crazy. There was this huge push in travel thanks to social media and just, you know, the travel industry was having a really incredible moment. And I think what happened was people, when they started having to remain home, they started having to find another another sacred place. So while it was no longer Bali or different places that they were visiting, um, it was suddenly their living room. So it only made sense that they were furnishing it and uh, you know redoing their homes. 
So when it comes to the, when it comes to like the styling of the furniture, are you styling it as well? Or are you just kind of like sourcing it back out and then bringing it in? Most of our products are style, are designed start to finish by me. Um, I work alone in this. Uh, we have, we don't have any other designers in the company other than myself for now. Um, it's working while it's a lot of, a lot of pressure and work. I, I absolutely love um, being uh, in, in this position to bring furniture to um, fellow females homes that are just, I love, and I, we get a lot of love for it, but all of it, um, is mostly it's designed by myself there are times that we source it um and it's already you know completed but that's pretty rare that we're able to find something that's as affordable as it needs to be and stylish and new um you know that's that would be an, that's amazing when that does happen but it's pretty rare yeah how do you how do you creatively continue designing like it's not necessarily the same piece of furniture but say like 25 30 different couches how do you yeah. continue to create that because i just i do not have the creative <laughs> yeah um well i'm very much in tune with what's whatever's happening uh in the furniture world and that's primarily out of milan and in paris so those two places are really the forefront of all furniture they're really the, the ones that, that are able to tell the rest of us what what's going to be in style for that coming season or two seasons later. Um, and you really have to just stay on top of the styles and then really try to think about your consumer. So something that's really unique about Tav, and if you, I don't, I don't know if you know much about the furniture industry, but what I found pretty frustrating and I continue to find super frustrating is that I feel like furniture companies, they think about the furniture piece before they think about the consumer. And they are always thinking about, oh, well, we have to make sure that the piece is as large as it, it could be, because that means that the consumer is going to love it because it's so massive um, and they're going to want to spend all this money because it's this really big sofa. Or they say, well, the piece needs to be um, uh, as heavy as it could be because that presents value. So a lot of the industry thinks about that before the consumer. We go backwards. We always think about the female um, or not female, you know, or male that's getting the piece in their home and what they're looking for, the size of their rooms, the what their lives are looking at, what stage they're at and what they need to, what they need in terms of, let's say a sofa to fill their room and fill this big space. You know, they say furniture is one of the most emotional purchases that people make. Um, and I think that it truly is because I don't know a lot of people that change their sofa too often. Uh, it's a big piece and girls get shoes more often than they get sofas, even though the shoes can be more expensive right now than the sofa. <laughs> it's large and it's a, it's a very emotional purchase. So we always try to think about what the consumer would want in their space, just in terms of, you know, different life stages and different areas of, of the U.S. Yeah, and especially when you start talking about like size and weight, if it's something that's gonna take up the entire room and you can't physically move it, right? it becomes frustrating. And then totally. it's like, now it's on your nerves and you only had it for two years. Totally, totally. And you wanna really think about that when you, everything we do, we design to be able, we think about like a 20 year old girl who's alone and she suddenly is getting this box of furniture. Now what, there's this huge, box sitting in her living room 
What does she do from here? We don't want her to have to call for help. We want her to be able to send it alone. Everything we do is thinking about her at that moment. So the box is easy. It's a very, we have one of the thickest boxes in the industry. Um, the box is very uh, easy to open. The furniture is extremely easy to assemble. Usually it's just a screw on leg in terms of sofas. Um, the piece is as easy as it can to move while still remaining very uh, durable and safe. So we really think about her as being alone in an apartment. For example, when you get a furniture piece and you're alone putting it together, if the furniture company does not think about little things like having the legs not scrape the floor, like she's not necessarily gonna be able to pick up a couple, couple hundred pounds. Um, so she's gonna have to drag it across the floor. We think about that, we test that. We, I, I am that consumer, I, you know, everything we do, I test and make sure that if I'm struggling alone, I need to be able to get it from point A to point B and, and still love it and still have everything intact afterwards. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like I, one, I, I love seeing your guys stuff. So that's a start. I never thought I would be a furniture person. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a shock. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Swap Sessions. Um, but yeah. I I love seeing design rooms now. Um, so yeah. every time I see your stuff, one, I love the tag that says, don't be boring. And like seeing that on somebody's furniture is hilarious to me. Yeah. I have a couple of friends who haven't taken theirs off. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> let it go. Like, but <laughs> I get it. I love that. Yeah, that was, that was, you know, I didn't come up with that tagline. That was my husband who, he is um, awesome with words and he really, we were just sitting one night and we're like, what would embody what we're doing? It's not just about the furniture and you can see our furniture is the far, farthest things from boring. It's, they're colorful, they're beautiful, fashionable, they all have texture, but it's also what Tav is doing and what moment we want to be in, in I guess, interior design history. and. I feel like if we embody this on a daily basis, the consumers really, they treasure it and they treasure their pieces because they feel like they have something in their home that is just not boring and that no one wants to be boring. People want to, to know that they're having a little fun and spirit in the moment. So um, we try our hardest to really embody it here uh, in the company. Yeah. And it's weird because right now men are very big into designing their homes. Whereas before we had the same couch from college through marriage and we were putting like, you know, movie posters on the walls and the chairs were like ripped up. We're very in tune with like how our places look now. Totally. Um, are you seeing a huge spike in men consumers? Yes. So what's funny is that when Ta first started, um, the way we're really able to see consumers, obviously we're able to track it through when we get orders and we see uh, where it's going, but Instagram is a really good tool for us just because we're able to see um, who's gramming the product, who's regramming the product, where the conversation is. Uh, so I found that most of it was really female oriented and female based. Now, and one of our designers actually, Justin, was one of the first men to gram the product. A couple of years back, he had this um, a sofa in his home and he grammed, uh, it was absolutely breathtaking the room and I was like, wait a minute, like, it's not just females buying buying the product. There's 
there are just so many men now buying Tav. And the reason is because I feel like the shift is, it, while it's an, an amazing shift, I think that the shift has gone from females being the primary ones to decide on what furniture to get. There has definitely been a shift, I would say, in the last two years as it being a conversation um, within a couple or if it's, you know, a single guy is super proud of his space now. Um, I think that's an, it's a great change and I think that furniture should be a conversation. It shouldn't just be one side of, uh, you know, either the, the woman or man or man or whoever making the purchase decision. I think it should be a conversation because that's what makes it so, um, you know, so, something so loved in your home and really you love your product. You love your furniture piece when it's, it has a story and the story it can begin with just a simple conversation over you know at dinner or in a furniture store or online when you guys are browsing together so um i definitely have seen a shift i think that it's it's a good shift and it's exciting yeah absolutely and to bring up justin now you have uh justin and five other designers five other black designers who are now designing their own lines to put into the top line yeah um and it was when you made a post you said there was only one percent of furniture designers that were black so how important was it for you to give that opportunity to them yeah so i'll tell you uh, i'm i'm a very straightforward girl so <laughs> i'll tell you where i where this stemmed from um we show the, the way the furniture industry works is that you show at uh, different furniture shows, whether it be Atlanta, North, uh, in North Carolina, there's a really large one. Las Vegas has one. And the way you kind of show what you have for the season is to go to the shows and showcase the product. Designers, stores, um, they come and walk through and see what they like. And then they, you know, they buy for the, their clients or for their coming season. And what was bothersome to me and kind of, um, worrying and uh, terrifying was that around three years ago when we were uh, starting to really get heavy into these shows, I felt that there was literally no representation at these shows. And I felt that the black community was not going, getting uh, any um, attention, any love. And I would voice it to, um, you know, the black designers that would come into the showroom. And I was like, is it just me? Do you feel like there's, I mean, I've walked the shows, I would have conversations and it was a very unanimous, absolutely, you're right. It's a very strange um, thing, but the furniture industry really just wasn't doing their part in making it happen. And I waited, I waited patiently for some of the bigger guys to be the ones to take the plunge because at the time we were smaller and for us it was having a collaboration is a really it's a it's a lot of work and uh you know a large expense but when i saw that really there was no one um doing this i said in 2021 that is when we will do this and we worked for a long time and being able to make it happen but there's no there is no choice like this is our job at tav to make sure that the voice is there and that representation happens like i feel like this is um i feel like everyone has a purpose in their in their careers and their lives their lives and to me this is there is nothing more exciting than what is about to happen and i dream about the day that after these beautiful pieces hit the market and after the stores that we work with which are as large as costco and um, home goods and some of the biggest in the industry they see what we're doing 
this inspires them and pushes them to do it themselves and give the talent it does the the attention it deserves because the talent is insane some of the best designers out there what some of the ones that create the greatest rooms that you see on instagram and then you you know you see in magazines they're not getting the attention and they're not going getting the love that they deserve so Tav is, is going to do this, and I hope that we continue to do this with not just these six designers. I, I hope that we roll out as many collections as it need to happen so that we are able to bring this to the marketplace. And we are thrilled to have the presence that we have right now to be able to have so many stores we work with and designers, and we have a crazy online presence, and we have some of the largest stars in, in the U.S. working with us. And what's most exciting is that we have an amazing presence outside the U.S. as well in Saudi Arabia and Kuwait, Qatar, um, of Russia. So we're excited to offer the collection there as well. So we really hope that the reach is going to be tremendous. That's amazing. And again, it just it takes acknowledging when you see it and then saying, you know, what can I do about it? Because sometimes we really do think that the people who have like the bigger companies are going to make the decision like they see it as well so totally. you have the resources to do this you'll, you'll fix this and it just doesn't happen so totally. i commend you on even just taking the step to say i'll fix it myself um, yeah. sometimes that's just what we have to do yeah and when um right when we decided we were going to do this i sent it off to as many as our contacts as possible to say you have a duty to carry this in your store duty because this is a moment in history where if you say i'm going to do this and i'm going to blow this out in the front of my stores you're sending a message and you're showing that you're part of this amazing moment as well and we will make sure that as i will make sure that as many stores as possible carry the product and it's in the front of the store so that is our our goal the uh the really it was open-ended whatever you know the designer wanted to do they were able to do whether it be a large piece a small accessory whatever they felt was needed in the marketplace it was really just uh, they were able to do so i'm excited to see what what's going to be hitting like i some some of the pieces that we've seen so far like we're you know we're getting a little bit of um design coming forward is this collection is going to be sick great um what do you want what do you want the future of Top to be? And what do you want the company to end up becoming? Like, what do you want the legacy of Top to become? I think that the, you know, Tov means good. In Hebrew, uh, that's where the, the, the name came from. We say tone of voice or Tov, which is Hebrew for, for good. And I think that um, as we continue the journey of Tov and we continue hopefully growing, I think that if, uh, we're able to remain a good company. I think if we're able to remain a company that has the greatest customers, I always say when, you know, I'm, I hold the Instagram account, we have the best customers in the entire industry, the most creative, amazing people by Tav. And if we're able to keep that customer, if we're able to continue doing good with the company in whatever facet we can, that would be everything that I've ever wanted for Tav. Um, for me, it's more just being able to be, and I kept trying to grow the company so that we're able to be at moments like this where we're able to have a, a presence in the marketplace to be able to do good things and be able to create the change that is needed. So 
I think if we can continue doing that and continue uh, inspiring others, you know, the first inspiration came from the fact that we had the feature as female and we were, I was the only woman in the room many times over that was in this position where I was like, come on, let's go, woman, get forward. You guys have such creative energy that you're able to do this and don't be scared about the fact that, yes, there are many uh, male owners and a lot of it is family and, uh, you know, it's a very family uh, business. But I, I had two women reach out to me in the last year that both started their own furniture companies. And I was like, this is, I mean, there's only a handful of us. So I think if we're able to continue this, that would be an incredible legacy. And um, just to be able to continue bringing forward super affordable furniture to people that really just want it and don't want to break the bank, that would be, that would be perfect. Nice, I like it. Um just from what I've learned today, you are, you're breaking barriers and congratulations on that. Cause I know it's not easy. Um, it's sometimes it's really hard to be the person to have to step through the door. Yeah. Um, but you're like, you're kicking through the door. So congratulations yeah. for it. And I wish you spread some love, stay suave, peace. best if there's ever anything that we can do on our side let me know be more than happy to help out thank you so much no this is awesome and i and i thank you for taking the time to even you know want to cover this because for the furniture industry which is pretty archaic this is it's really important that this gets out there so huge thank you and kudos <laughs>